There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Suck it! Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Listen now. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page in the post and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Happy Friday. Welcome to Ring of Gambling. John G. Stremski holding down the fort. Joe Hounds probably downing transfusions or uh, margaritas or Bloody Marys or ice cream. I don't know what he's eating and drinking at Augusta right about now, but he's going to enjoy Tiger Woods in a matter of moments. We do know it's the final weekend of the regular season in the NBA, and we're getting ready for the plans. We're getting ready for the postseason. And I had dinner with this guy in Vegas last week. He has been as dialed in NBA handicapping as anybody. He's a good friend of mine. He is a longtime friend of the program. So I figured perfect time to introduce to Ringer Gambling the founder, spread investor, my main man, James Alberino. James, what's up, buddy? Jay, appreciate the kind words. And as always, man, thanks for having me on. James, I'm ready to roll, dude. I mean, the idea that we have NBA playing games next week, the idea that we're getting ready for the postseason. Uh, definitely puts a little extra pep in my step. Um, as we get ready for the final weekend of the regular season here, is there any particular narrative, theme, trend that you're looking to hammer over these next two days? Well, the narrative a lot in the Eastern Conference, the, the talk has been about the Nets and the Sixers, how much over the last six weeks. And the reality of it is both of those teams are going to have a tough time even making it out of the first round if you look at how the standings are shaking up because the Nets, if they get the seventh seed or if they land in the eighth seed and happen to uh, lose against the Cavs in the play-in game, they're facing the Heat or the Bucks. That's a really tough matchup for 
no matter who they play, fitting guys into a rotation the last six weeks. And I think with the Sixers, if they end up in the four five matchup with the Raptors, which is likely the Raptors are playing really well. And the Sixers bench has a lot of flaws, but everyone wants to talk about the top two guys on the roster. And that's just not how you can win in the NBA, especially not in the playoffs now and in this year. Isn't it crazy, James, that Toronto has been one of the most undervalued teams in the NBA all year. I mean, you go back to their win totals from the beginning of the year. You think about the way that team has made a jump. I'm with you there a thousand percent. James, what do we think? So if we get Philly Toronto in a first round matchup, what am I going to be getting like two to one on the Raptors to win that series? Or is that going to be way too high? If you get that much, that's a ridiculous price. And it's, it's all off of the, the Harden and, and Embiid inflation. Uh, I, I would say it's probably going to be closer to 170, but I wouldn't be surprised if you get a 200 because I don't think a lot of people are going to expect the the Sixers to lose. And what's crazy about the Raptors is you know, last year in the COVID year, they weren't playing home games. Those guys, they, they, were, they were down in Florida for months and, and the entire season. It, it took a toll on them mentally. A lot of guys admitted it. And that's why you have value on them now. And they've gotten so much better as the year's gone on and especially defensively. And then they had Thaddeus Young off the bench. So they have a deep rotation now. And this, if that you're going to get the Raptors plus points on the road in that series, if it happens, and I would take the Raptors probably every game on the road. Yeah, that sounds very, very juicy. Very, very appetizing. All right, buddy. I know you're down on the nets. I'm down on the nets too, because listen, they've been disjointed all year. The fact that they're only four games over 500, I don't want to hear about Kyrie not playing home games. Uh, that team should be a lot better. They've had a lot go wrong. If there's a team that's going to give them hell in the playing, the way it shakes out, they're playing Cleveland tonight. They're favored against Cleveland tonight. We know Cleveland, great start. A lot of young players. Guys have missed time, and they've kind of regressed naturally. But in that playing group in the Eastern Conference, who is the team Brooklyn if there's one, should be fearful of out of Cleveland, Atlanta, and Charlotte. I think Cleveland and Atlanta would be the two tougher matchups just with Jared Allen back. He's supposed to be back. So, you know, he's been out for a couple of weeks. But the Nets would struggle on the boards with Cleveland. And with the way Atlanta's playing, it would shake up that way too. You could argue that Atlanta's got more guys they can go to to score. And as great as KD and Kyrie are, Trey Young's going to cancel out Kyrie's output. And if you load up on KD and and other guys off the bench, which Atlanta has, fill the vo- you score and put out a good output, I think that's going to put the Nets in a tough position. I'm seeing Brooklyn favored by eight tonight against Cleveland. That's a hefty number. And the Nets, James, you follow this stuff very, very closely. Have you seen their home record ATS over like the last two and a half months, dude? And I know yeah, they didn't it, have Kyrie for a lot of those games. Dude, that is outrageous, bro. They've been very overvalued at home. I, I thought immediately tonight the number was too high. I can't bet it because Cleveland Cleveland had an issue with their flight last night. It, it, they got in a lot later than they were supposed to. I don't know how much it affects this game and how tired they are. Uh, it for an eight-point spread, Cleveland's probably fine. They're getting Evan Mobley back, but still no Jared Allen. It's one of those where, okay, how much did this flight affect them? There were some issues with them flying back from Orlando. I honestly don't know. 
But under normal circumstances, if this is the scenario in the playing tournament next week, different circumstances, it's going to be very hard to not bet the Cavs. Okay. Game that you got to question motivation about tonight. I'm curious. Because so anytime we get to this point of the year, you're trying to figure out a team's comfortable where they're at. Are they gearing up for next week? Or a team like Charlotte, this is why I bring up this game. Charlotte, Chicago, yep. Bulls favored by two and a half. Do you see an angle of motivation here in this game at all, James? Well, the big thing with the Bulls is that they're banged up. Zach Levine's had that injury with his knee from the all-star break. And, and Billy Donovan said the other night that the biggest thing with them is, is uh, to get, you know, get guys healthy. The tricky thing is they can get the five seed. They're pretty much locked. They're, they're not, um, they're not locked into the six seed, so they can improve, but there's really not much incentive to improve if you have guys banged up. So I think that's one game where the Hornets, the Hornets are still trying to improve their, their standing in the play in tournament. And, um, on paper, it may look like the Bulls are in a better situation, but I, I get the sense that Donovan knows that the Bulls are limping into the finish line and they can use the rest. Okay, so we're in on Toronto probably against Philly. If we get that as a 4-5, Toronto's going to be very, very appetizing. Um, from this standpoint, James, Brooklyn, and I know you don't like them, Miami, Milwaukee, they match up better with the Heat, right? It's got to be the Heat. Yeah, because the Bucks. Would like the other night, the Bucks out rebounded them by 16. That game was such a a tough game for the Nets inside. The Nets shot 18 for 37 from three the other night versus Milwaukee and lost the game. The, the Bucks shot 29 percent from three. And the way that Giannis is playing, it, I, yeah, they. I, I would say if you had to pick one, they do match up better with the Heat. But now that the Heat have gotten over their their little episode with Jimmy Butler and Spolstra and Haslam and they're playing well again. And the heat are going to be really, really good in the playoffs. James, think about this for a minute, dude. When do you see the Eastern conference from an odds perspective, a weekend before a plane or the first round of the playoffs, dude, Milwaukee plus 300 Brooklyn plus 340, Boston plus 400 Miami plus 420 Philadelphia plus 500. Dude, that is insanely jumbled. I can't. Now, listen, you can make a case you like some teams more than the other. That's all well and good. Dude, it's never like that in the Eastern Conference, dude. Never. Normally, we're talking about one or two teams. That's it. It's never. And honestly, I think that this year's playoffs, especially the Eastern Conference, this is going to resurrect the NBA in a sense that a lot of people weren't fans of the NBA when. The Heat were winning every year with LeBron and the whole super team started that whole decade, that era. And then it was boring because you knew the Warriors were going to win every single year. And it was the Warriors versus the Cavs. And now you have you have more than three or four teams that have a chance of winning this title. You, you have you have three or four teams just in the East that could win the title, depending on how injuries might shake out in the middle of the playoffs. And if teams take it to another level, like Boston or Milwaukee or the the Heat. And in the West, the Suns are playing so well, and the Grizzlies are going to be a really, really tough out. I think this is going to be the best playoffs since the 90s. Wow. How about I that? Honestly, and, and look, you look, because as great as the Shaq and Kobe era, and, and I love that team, 
you know how passionate I am about early 2000 basketball and the Pistons in the, in the Eastern Conference, but it just, this is so compelling because there's so much talent. And, there's a and lot there's of parity. So it's evenly so spread. Much, I agree with it's that. It's so compelling. It's so compelling. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Buddy, Western Conference. Phoenix is a monumental favorite when you look at the odds. They're plus 115. Next closest, the Warriors, who have been very disjointed. Better as of late, but not a great second half as a whole. 440. Memphis at 600. Then you got the Jazz, the Mavericks, 10 to 1. Denver at 11 to 1. I think we both would probably say at this point in time, we expect the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals. Who is the team, though, James? If they're not going to be in the NBA Finals, Phoenix, who's the team that you think has the best chance of knocking them off? I think the Grizzlies would give them a really, really good series. Um, I think the Mavs are a really tough out because of the way I was thinking about Dallas at 10-1 there to win the Western Conference. I don't think that's a bad bet, dude. I don't. The Mavs... The Mavs are, are better. The whole is better than the, the sum of their parts. What they're doing defensively and the way that they play on the road, they could stay in a lot of games that way. Uh, I think they don't have uh, the secondary scoring that Phoenix has, but they have role players that are guys like Dwight Powell and Finney Smith. Brun- Jalen Brunson's been playing unbelievable all year, so he, he's a really good second scorer. They've been better without Porzingis. Since they got Spencer Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie's playing like he did a couple of years ago with the Nets when he was playing really well, not like he, he was playing with the Wizards. Uh, Mavs are going to be a really good bet at the very least. I don't; They won't beat the Suns unless there's a couple of injuries on the Suns, in my opinion. But uh, the, the Mavs should be a good dog in, at some points in the playoffs. And I feel like if you're taking Dallas at 10-1, which I'm considering doing, you want Utah as that first round series as opposed to Denver. Like, give me, give me Utah every which way. James, they have fade written all over them in the first round, dude. All of them. Utah has problems. There's been red flags all year. And the Jazz beat writers, they at at various points in the season have alluded to Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Yes, they do have problems. There's there's legs to that as much as Quinn Snyder wants to deny it. And the fact that they've blown so many leads, that's the bigger problem. They've blown so many leads late in the third, late in the fourth, double digit leads going into the playoffs. That's not a comfortable feeling at all. When you, you, it's, it's bad. You want to go into the playoffs, having comeback wins and saying, Hey, no matter what we're down, we could, we could trim this and get back in the game. You don't want to feel like if we're up 12 to 15, damn, they have us where we, where they want us. Okay, buddy. I tell you right now, Memphis, Golden State, second round series, which I think would be incredible theater. Yeah. Steph, Morant, this just 
badass Grizzly team against, you know, a star-studded, battle-tested Warrior team. Gold State minus 170, 180. I'm taking it versus the Grizzlies. Yeah, do you You're think saying? that's a real... If I'm setting I'm, the line right now, is that what you think it would if be? That's the line, if that's the line, I'm taking the Grizzlies and I'm putting a significant amount of money. Even if they don't win the series, it's a great price on them. You think so? Just because of what, what everything that Golden State has gone through here in his second half and whether or not Steph is right? Look, uh, I'll, I think Golden State can win that series, and I think their veteran experience would end up winning out. Um, I would Why I would bet it, uh, Grizzlies immediately, is I think that there would be really good ways to two-way play this after a Grizzlies loss, getting a better price. I think, it's, I think it would be overpriced. I think the so, price should James, be way So, James, I'm lower. glad that you brought that up. Talk anybody through, when you're playing these series prices, the idea of getting a hell of a, dare I say, a middle. Is that the best way to look at it? I feel like it is. Like, you talk the audience through that, like the best way to go about that. Look, it really depends on the way that you bet. But if if the the example you said, if Golden State really is minus 160, minus 170 versus the Grizzlies, and you take the Grizzlies before the series, say plus 140, plus 150. If the Grizzlies go down, or, or if the Grizzlies go up 1-0, this series price flips and you're getting Golden State now closer to a, a pick or potentially plus money. And you could bet them the other side and you're looking at one ticket out of pick even money, and one ticket at plus 140. And, you know, you, it, it's, you, get, you create really, really good scenarios when you play a team series price after they just lose because the price goes up and especially if a team that that responds well off a loss and and the series is even matched so in this case i think that series would go seven six at the minimum and um yeah definitely definitely very close james last year in the nba finals i got milwaukee on the series price after they were down 0-2 think about that for a minute i mean you can find some serious serious value and somebody serious, dude. I go back to the Lakers Sun. Think about this for a second. The Lakers Sun series last year, Phoenix was like plus three seventy five down <laughs> two games to one. They that ended up gift. smoking them the next that three games. A, that was that was a gift. And and Jay, last year the the Lakers were the narrative that there's no way that the Lakers are going to lose. And this year. It's similar, not the same, but similar with the Sixers and Nets that, oh, there's no way either one of them are going to lose early. And I think at least one of them is going to be done before the second round starts. Uh, Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I think Toronto, like you said, live against Philly. And what do we, so if it's Brooklyn, Milwaukee, what do we think of Milwaukee minus 150? I mean, I'd be all over the box. If that's the serious price, I'm drooling the box there. 150? 150. One. You might get a 140, honestly. Oh! You might oh! because look, look the the Bucks are Hammer plus three hundred. The Bucks are plus three hundred to win the East, and the Nets are right around there. Plus yeah, right there. Twenty five. They're right. If you're looking at future odds, so yeah, Milwaukee's going to have the home edge because they'll be the two seed, but. Um, you might get a 140, 145. Oh, dude, send it in, please. I mean, give me 140, 145. That'll be uh that uh, I used to call that the student loan special. That's exactly what that would be, baby. The student loan special. <laughs> All right. The playing in the Western Conference. We haven't hit on this. Minnesota, 
unbelievable. They're 11 games over 500. They've had a wonderful regular season. The Clippers are spunky. So thrilled the Lakers won't be in it. You got New Orleans there. You have San Antonio there. Is there a narrative that you'll look to be hammering in the Western Conference playing? JJ, the Clippers are dangerous. I think they're going to be a really, really tough out. And I like the Wolves. The Wolves can score 130 points on anybody. I've watched a lot of their games live this year. What they do with Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, and Cat. Cat's been playing. This is his best season, I think, in, in the NBA. Um, the Clippers have been on fire, man. Since Paul George got back, they've just really, really played well. And James, let's and, be honest. That Clipper team's got balls, dude. They got they hoods. Do, they do. They do. They've had so many playoff comebacks. They were in the Western Conference Finals last year. They went toe-to-toe with the Suns, and, and Kawhi wasn't even playing. Um, they've got a really, really good group of guys that could score a ton. Guys like, they, they have pieces and guys that are really fit for the playoffs. A guy like Terrence Mann, who took over a playoff game last year out of nowhere. Reggie Jackson, who could take over a game, again, way above his talent level. Um, but they won They won their trade. They, they won the deadline. Getting Covington and Norman Powell is honestly r- ridiculous. You get two really good defenders who are now off that bench. And guys like Luke Kennard's a really good shooter off the bench. Nick Batum's now healthy. Marcus Morris is healthy. Zuba, this is a good, good team, man. Um, defensively, they're better than the Wolves. And, and I think that's where they could win this. But I think that's really, really going to be a game. And the Clippers will be catching it. So the Clippers would be my bet if that's the 7-8. That's a spot to keep an eye on. Okay, James, I know it's tough here at the end of the year. If there's anything that stands out to you from a Friday card, is there anything you like today? Tonight, so many numbers moved already a lot. It's tough, dude. It's it, I was it, going through it really, before we got on. Very, very tough card tonight. You know, very if, tough. If you're betting, handicapping the last week of the NBA season is completely different than any other point in the regular season. And and the lines are moved. Look, lines move drastically at, at certain points of the season, but it really, really moved drastically. Like, if you like the Pistons, they're at plus five right now. They were nine last night. Uh, if you like the Hawks, they were plus two last night. Now they're flipped to the favorite. I'm seeing they're favored. They're favored by one and they're, a half points. Crazy. I, look, I don't, I don't like necessarily paying that tax and saying, well, the Hawks, the handicap on that in the narrative everyone's playing is, well, the, he clinched the, the one seed and the Hawks are, are jockeying for the eight or nine seed. Yes, it's, it's a good angle. Don't get me wrong. But um, I don't think the Heat are just going to show up and and not play. The Heat have so many guys that play. Even even when they went through COVID and had four or five guys hurt, they were winning a lot of games. So um, I just I just I stayed away from that one. Um, I think the Hornets can be one because I just don't think the Bulls are in a good spot. They really really need a win, um, but I, I question if they just kind of um, just mail it in because the six seed they're good with the six seed. James. This is like the calm before the storm, bro. It's not a great Friday or Saturday or whatever, you know, getting into the weekend. But then you hit the plane. And then if you tell me right out of the gate in the first round, we have Milwaukee and Brooklyn, Durant and Giannis. Dude, student loan special on the Bucks in that series, baby. That's a student loan special right there. I feel like because I handicap NBA from when it starts, I have to almost sell people on the excitement of the NBA. I don't think... That's going to be well, the from case. From a betting perspective, playoffs. you know what I mean, James? Because, no, no but you know this. You've been in the industry a long time. 
like the NFL and like the NCAA tournament, like the main events in many yeah. ways. But yeah. like the NBA playoffs, dude, you got three games a night. You got high level basketball. And dude, you got to feel like you're ready to go. This is your time to shine, bro. I go back to the heat a couple of years ago. That was your time to shine, man. I, I enjoy the NBA playoffs, man. It's a it's a really, really fun time. I think, you know, like I said, the league's just going in a good direction. There's so many guys that are one, two, three years out of college that are making an impact right away. And that wasn't the case. Five, six, There's no super teams anymore. It's just, it's really, really good basketball. And, and I think where I'm coming from is a lot of people are going to, change the, their thought on, well, the NBA guys don't play defense. You're going to see there's, there's a lot of defense and there's just even better offense in the NBA now. James Alberino. James, for anybody who is new to your content, where can they find you on all of these social media platforms? Follow me on Twitter. I tweet out basketball information and picks for free uh, at Spread Investor. And you know, try to always just give as... Um, as many reasons and, and compelling uh, thoughts to why why a game uh, should land on the right side instead of just saying, hey, take uh, the Celtics tonight. and That's that. So um, always a pleasure, Jay. And don't forget, with a little New York swag and personality, too, with a little kiss, buddy. With a little <laughs> kiss. Naturally. Hey, don't be a stranger throughout the playoffs. You'll be back with House and I, and we'll have a little uh, – round table maybe in the first round and hopefully nail some winners. You never know. Basically, the only guy that will bump you is the pod father. So when Simmons wants to come on, there's nothing you can do about that. That's my only thing. Let's do this again. Hopefully, we're we're right on uh, the the Raptors and the Nets. James, that's the idea. Don't be a stranger. Thanks, pal. Talk soon, bud. Thanks. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. That was a ton of fun. I mean, James loves handicapping the NBA, and James and I go way back, Brooklyn guys, Staten Island guys. So, you know, it's... It's the New York twang. And if you don't like the New York twang, well, too bad. Screw you, as we say in New York. I actually could use more colorful language, but I'm not going to do that. I want good karma for the Yankees today and sticking it to Simmons Red Sox. But uh, I'm riding Charlotte. That's a game I like. I'm getting two and a half. The other game I like, Brooklyn's got to smoke Cleveland. I mean, if Brooklyn wants me to even take them seriously in the first round against the Bucs, go win these two games, would you please? Cleveland has been so bad down the stretch. Lane eight. I know Brooklyn's been terrible against the number at home. Those are my two plays today. Charlotte plus the two and a half. Brooklyn lane eight. And I actually think the Knicks will show up. They have played hard over the last two or three weeks. I think they show up against the Wizards. I take them plus the point. All right, we're back next week playing all the insanity. And hopefully I can cash a couple of Masters tickets. My Justin Thomas ticket looks completely dead. That's the way the cookie crumbles. What I am rooting for, though, I'm in on Scotty Scheffler. I need that. And I'm in on Zalia Torres. And, of course, everybody's in on Tiger. How can you not be in on Tiger? All right, enjoy it. Good stuff from Morgan and Saruti. They're always making sure we sound as stellar as possible. So you always got to thank them for that. All right, JJ out. Be good, everybody. Be good, everybody.